Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. So how did I beat the bloat, get rid of my IBS and create pain-free, boring, regular periods and pain-free, boring poo? That's what we're sharing in this week's podcast episode. And I'm really diving with you some of the mistakes that I made, really some of the nuts and bolts and the nitty gritty information of really where I was at and how I made progress. What were the key things that I needed to do and what were all my unique root causes going on? So that is what we're diving into today in the hope that it inspires you and motivates you and tells you what is really possible. And before we dive into this uh, episode, I want to let you know about something new I've made for you. And it's something you can access right now that is totally free for you. But originally this, I made this um, as part of a product. So it's really, really valuable, totally jam-packed. And it's my Beat the Bloat workshop. So if you're wanting to create a flatter belly, if you want to create pain-free periods, if you are wanting to create boring ass poo, if you are wanting to create more energy and really support your mental health, go to keziahall.com forward slash beat and start watching the Beat the Bloat workshop. You can watch it once, twice, three, four times. It's totally free. You can take notes. It's really practical. I share with you my three-part Beat the Bloat methodology. And also as part of it, you'll get you'll be able to create your own unique action plan. So The goal is that it's not just more information that you learn, but you really know, okay, this is my clear next step. So I really encourage you, if you are struggling, head to keziahall.com forward slash beat. Watch that workshop. You'll instantly be able to access it. I will also do a little bit of personal follow-up with you via email check-in. Make sure you're clear on your next steps because... I really want to make sure that you know exactly what your unique next steps are. I talk so much about a personalized approach. So, you know, I take action on that. This podcast is thousands of people listen to it every month. I can't give personalized support. So if you join the Beat the Bloat workshop and watch it, there's that option there, which is free. There's no pressure. You don't have to reply to my emails. It's totally fine. I just, I care. I want want you to beat the bloat. I want you to create a flatter, happier belly. I want you to have pain-free, boring periods that serve you and serve your life. And I don't want you to be limited by symptoms. I don't need to be limited by fatigue, by the anxiety. I want you to live this beautiful, kick-ass life. So that is my announcement, keziahall.com forward slash beat. Otherwise, I think we're just going to dive into this episode. So sending you so much love. So how did I beat the bloat and ditch the period drama and wave goodbye to irritable bowel syndrome? How did I create boring, pain-free periods, boring, dull-ass poo, (laughs) just regular, boring poo, regular, boring periods? Like, how did that happen? I want to share that with you today. Oh, I just realized my little things come off my mic. Sorry. There we go. So that is what we're going to be looking at because this is so normal to me that I forget that this is actually a really big deal that I used to have these awful debilitating symptoms that limited my life, that made me feel really socially anxious. I felt really ashamed and embarrassed about my body, about my symptoms, about the wind, the burping, the bowel incontinence, the bloating, the looking pregnant, the 
all of these things, like having the low energy, having joint pain, having to be able to like, no, I can't do this or just all of this kind of thing I felt so embarrassed about. And I also felt really stuck with because I, I went down normal routes. I had constant blood tests. I was tested for celiac disease, Crohn's disease, constantly rheumatoid arthritis. Um, I was offered the pill, various types of pills and things to help with my periods. I had a sigmoidoscopy. I had an MRI scan because I also was really struggling with a lot of back inflammation, hip issues, knee issues. It was just, there was a lot of pain in my body. Um, I saw doctors, I saw osteopaths, I saw physiotherapists. I, um, went to see a private endocrinologist because I was sure there was a thyroid issue. Um, I never, did I get referred to a gastroenterologist? I actually saw a gastroenterologist when I was a child, like a pediatric, because these, these weren't new symptoms. I'd been struggling for a long time. So my eventual diagnosis was quote unquote, just IBS, um, because it was, I didn't have anything that any levels of inflammation that would point to like Crohn's, irritable bowel disease. And that's often when they, when you send, say a stool sample to your GP, they're really looking at your calprotectin levels. And so my calprotectin was always within reference range. Um, although I now know that it was within the NHS reference range, but there was still quite high levels of um, inflammation going on in my gut. It just hadn't crept over into that irritable bowel disease stage, which I'm grateful for, but I was still struggling. Like every day I would have loose, horrible stools, like diarrhea most days. It also came with a lot of pain, a lot of nausea. I was really bloated and that I was constantly bloated, but it flared up, if that makes sense, where I'd get really, really bloated and it'd be painful. And um, my periods were quite irregular and then also heavy and then also painful. So I couldn't even like always plan in when they were going to cut like planning. Cause if I uh, the level of pain I was at, I've had clients that have had much more debilitating periods than me, you know, that they're they're on prescribed super strong, was it transemic acid or whatever from the doctor to prevent excess blood loss because they're flooding and they're in pain for like a week. I could function if I had paracetamol and ibuprofen basically every three hours. And I totally thought that was quote unquote normal <laughs> to have to have. And I needed that two days solidly every three hours. Um, and then like heat patches, you know, the ones that you'd stick on um, in order just to be able to function and work and go about my day. I just thought that was normal because most people around me struggle with their periods. My periods were really heavy as well. So it just meant a lot of changing of tampons and cups and pads and uh, all of these kinds of things. And so that was really kind of my normal. And I'd struggled with this from my teenage years and then into early adult years um, I also, it came with, I've had joint issues that kind of more, that didn't happen in my late teens. That was more like probably mid twenties, like 10 years ago, I started to, I didn't always have joint issues that really, I was always still quite active. Um, but of 25, that's when my wrists started to hurt. My knees started to hurt my back and everything. That was when all through my twenties, actually my oh, mid twenties, my back, I had a lot of back and hip issues. So, saw a lot of people about that, which I now, I now actually see it was just honestly just there's some structural imbalances that I know I have within my body and within my skull and whatever that I've now know since working with various people but it really was down to those structural imbalances plus a lot of inflammation because I don't have that pain now and I do a lot more lifting and still have those structural imbalances if that makes sense I still support those with the right the help of the right people but anyway so I then started to get joint issues struggling to open doors I've been anxious since I was a child due to various trauma in my childhood. So my mental health also wasn't great. And 
I don't know why my brain thinks this, but or thought this, but I was just really aware of how much all of my symptoms were like controlling and limiting my life. Like my periods, for example, there was a part of me that was worried about starting a family one day because they were so painful, so awful and so irregular. Also, I was worried about having kids one day because I was so fatigued. I could not imagine where I would get the energy from to look after a small human because I'd spent a lot of time with babies growing up. I knew it was hard work. I knew there was like no sleep involved. I knew it was emotionally stressful. I knew physically it was it was full on. I knew it was a really depleting process and I was struggling just to get on with my life with zero kids in the mix. And I could not even fathom how that would happen. I, could, I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to work for myself. I was already probably self-employed after uni. What was I? Anyway, I've had various jobs, but I wanted to impact the world and travel and go on adventures and climb up mountains and do rock climbing and all of these fun things. But I, I struggled to like go on a like 20 minute run without, you know, I needed to plan where the toilet stop was or where's that, where's there going to be like a really good, like thick wooded area that I can go and like pee or poo behind a bush. Like I, I had, this was just my, like how long, you know, if I was going on a walk with someone was the, where was the toilet going to be? And it would create a lot of anxiety because there had been bowel incontinence. So it's not like it was just all imagined. There was, there was so much inflammation going on in my gut that my, the consistency of my stools was so loose and the signaling, the kind of uh, mo- um, migrating motor complex, the the nervous signaling of my gut was totally off. So there was anyway, it was it was literally a shit show. <laughs> and I know some of you have heard this story before, but I really just wanted to reiterate because to be honest, I forget. Well, I don't always forget. To be fair, every day I have like two boring bowel movements a day, which is really what you're aiming for in terms of helping your hormones creating like pain-free periods boring periods and boring bowel movements you want two healthy boring bowel movements a day and so every day I'm so grateful or even like the other day I went for um I'm I love to run and for obviously for years because I have back issues hip issues fatigue joint issues I wasn't running but I, I gen I'm one of those weird people that genuinely loves to run I feel like a free little gazelle and I, I like to run in the countryside, so uphills. I do a lot of trail running. It's, AKA in Scotland is another fancy word for running in the bog. <laughs> but I, that's where it's just my happy place. I feel like badass when I run. I love it. And I'm really slow also. You could probably, you're probably imagining me like looking really fit. And, but the reality is I'm like beetroot red, plodding along slowly up a long hill, and it's taking me a long time. And when people look at me, they must be like, oh my gosh, she's having a miserable time. But on the inside, I'm like, woo, you know, whole, uh, what's that song? I'm unstoppable. I'm a Porsche with no brakes. I'm invincible. Like that's, that's me. That's going through my head as I went. Anyway, so I'm, I'm training for a half marathon again, which is awesome. It's amazing. And I'm just like, even, I feel emotional actually, even just saying that, like, um, that I can, that that's an option for me. Like I have the energy. I have, I don't have joint pain. I don't have back pain. I am able to run. And I know that's, I didn't expect to get so emotional. I know that's um, a silly little thing maybe, but for I couldn't do that for so many years. And it's something that I love to do. And, and I get to do that now. 
I get to run. I get to have fun in a field and in a bog. I get to challenge myself and train. I get to go on long runs up mountains or little hills, maybe not quite full on mountains just yet. And I always had the dream of being younger, of being like a felt runner. I know I know, you probably don't have that dream. That's okay. But that's not the point of like, because oh, I love mountains. I was like, wouldn't it be? A, and I, I love walking up mountains, but I find it's, it's quite a slow process to walk up a mountain. I was like, if you could run this, it'd be awesome. And it's always been a dream and I'm slowly working towards it. And I do run up mountains, small ones. And that is not lost on me. I'm so grateful. It's so amazing that I get to do that. It's so amazing that I get to, I couldn't, I literally, it didn't, it just for so long didn't feel like it was an option for someone like me. And now it is. And so I just share that with you because I'm so grateful for this body. And for many, many years, I did not like the body I was in. I was pissed at it. I felt like it was against me. Like I felt every day it actively worked against me. And now, now that I have had the education I have and had the experience I have, and now I understand what was going on. I understand what it was trying to do and what it needed from me. And it's healed and it's still healing. I'm not in perfect health now. Don't hear this as like everything in my life is wonderful and I have zero health issues. But the major things aren't like IBS isn't in my life anymore. Bloating. When I'm on a plane, I get bloated because I think of altitude and how that affects your gut motility and blah, blah, blah. But I don't get bloated anymore. My periods are regular and they don't cause me pain and they're not heavy. And I don't like feel awful before they come like... I don't get sore boobs. I don't, you know, all of that PMS stuff. And I'm so grateful for that. And it's not, and you might hear this and be like, oh, that's great for you. But I I am special, but I'm also not special. I'm not like any different to you. I'm not more super clever or super disciplined or super self-controlled. I actually just first had that thought of, I wonder if it's possible. I, I think I don't think I need to live the rest of my life feeling this limited. I don't want to be limited. I don't want to be limited by my bloating, by my bowels, by my pain, by my fatigued. I don't. I, and how much can that shift? Because in some times, you know, we, we, you might not get a 100% improvement, but could you get a 90% improvement? I know for my mental health, based on the trauma that I've experienced, I'm probably always going to not get like a hundred percent Pollyanna mental health, if that makes sense. But I've gone from like to like 80, 90%, if that makes it like I've improved a lot, even if I'm never going to get 100% there just because so much of my trauma happened when I was very young. And that's, and I'm really focused. My brain has healed loads, but there's also an element where I just kind of need to accept that there's going to be, there's going to be my Achilles heel essentially. And I need to look after that. But that doesn't mean I haven't made progress. It doesn't mean it's not improved. It doesn't mean that that area hasn't gotten better and better and better and that it feels more resilient than ever, even after having two pregnancies and postpartum and giving birth to twins and looking after newborns and being sleep deprived and all these things that's more recent. So that's went on a more emotional tangent than I was expecting. (laughs) But I am, I just want, and I want you to hear that that's possible for you. I can't tell you here on the podcast exactly how long it will take, like a week, two weeks, a year. And I can't tell you exactly the percentage of improvement, 100% improvement, 80% improvement. But I know, I know it can improve. I know you can feel better. 
and I share this with you and I want to share, I'll share with more of you the, some of the how, but I just, the, before you even get into the practical stuff, you need to first know that it's possible. You need to know that your body is not out to get you. You need to know actually that you can ditch bloating, you can have boring periods, you can increase your energy, you can reduce the pain in your body, you can ditch your IBS, you can feel better. It is possible for you. It really is. It's possible for me and I see it on clients all the time and I'm so grateful. I really, when I look at my life now, I don't see how I could have been, if nothing had changed in my health, I wouldn't have been able to travel the way I've traveled. And I've traveled to like 27 countries now, which is awesome. I went to you know, I went to all the places I wanted to go to, Morocco, South Africa, India, Bali, uh, Kuala Lumpur, Australia, uh, Dubai, France, Spain, Portugal, <laughs> like Croatia. I still haven't been into anywhere in Scandinavia, which is, I really want to go to. Um, Canada, like I've been able to travel because my gut hasn't held me back. Um, and I've been able to start a business. I really don't think I would have had the energy to work because running a business is a different type of challenge. It's a really, um, yeah, it just comes with different challenges uh, than just being employed. And I really don't think I would have been able to stick at it for this long if I was still so fatigued and struggling with depression and these kinds of things. That wouldn't have been an option. Like kids, like I feel better after having kids because of the work that I've done, because of the default, the healthier relationship with food, the lifestyle practices in place. Like I'm 35 now. I feel better at 35 than I did at 25. But not because of, um, like, and I've had kids in a short amount of time. And yes, that has had its consequences and it has had, it has taken its toll on me 100%. It's not like I just bounced back and felt fine. No, it's definitely had its consequence. But I also really, I know exactly how to address that, if that makes sense. So it's, I feel better now than I did then. So how, how did I do it? How did, how did I get rid of IBS? Because maybe you just listened to this and you just bloated and you've been bloated for years. And it, it really gets in the way of things. Maybe it's your periods and they're so annoying and painful and they're just, there's just a lot of drama going on and maybe it's your mental health and you're like, yeah, I've been anxious. I've struggled for a really long time and I, it is limiting. All of these, the reason I care, the reason I'm a holistic nutritionist, the reason I harp on about your symptoms and the, your periods and your bloating and your poo is because these symptoms will be limiting your life. And I do not want you to live a limited life. This is your one precious life. And I know that you're here to do incredible things, important things, good things. And if you're limited by your energy, if you're limited by um, how how much pain is in your body, by your fatigue, by your toilet habits, by the pain in your stomach, by how you look, by the the all of these things are limited will be limiting your life, and it's just no fun. Like I I've been there, I've done that. Is and I, I can I didn't find it fun. I always want to do, I always want to travel. I always want to work for myself. I always wanted to have a family on my own terms and have a flexible job and have a lifestyle that I create and that I'm intentional around and um, do a job that I want to do that lights me up, not just get a job to pay the bills, do something that's fulfilling and all of these kind of things. So how did that happen? First of all, I really, to summarize, to summarize it, I figured out what the problem was or problems in my case. It's really difficult to solve a problem if you don't know what the problem is, correct? You know, it's really difficult to know to fix your car 
because it's not working. It's not coming off the drive. It's the engine's not turning on, but you don't know why. You you can like read some blogs about why your engine might not be turning on. You could go on a YouTube video and watch someone else turn their engine on. But if you if you don't know why your car isn't turning on, it doesn't matter what you read about in the blog. It doesn't matter. You know, you might even buy some like tools on Amazon to help fix your car. But you don't know what the problem is with the car. So you might just buy these tools and try and fix the car. But you need to know what the problem is. But we... And that's all really like obvious when we're talking about a car, but we don't have that same approach to our bodies. And this, I think, really has been a part of our conditioning and our culture and our conventional health system. So it's really important that you allow that, that you um, really hear that and notice how illogical that is. And it's also probably why you're struggling and why you've not made the progress you want to make or why you've done good things. You've done healthy things. You've done beneficial things and have not seen the changes that you want to see because you, those good things, if those good things aren't directly solving the problem you have, it doesn't matter how good or how healthy they are. It doesn't matter how many green smoothies you have. If you don't know actually what is going on within your system, which is your body, then green smoothies might be good, but there maybe aren't the solution to the problem you have. So does that make sense? So the biggest thing for years, I literally just read books, followed blogs, followed fads, bought random probiotics and hoped and random things. Um, I did restrictive diets. I tried autoimmune paleo. I did the gut and psychology syndrome known as GAPS diet. I was vegan for a while. I did ketogenic for a while. Like literally went and I did them properly, you know, like for a good on, like I think I did GAPS diet for like at least a year, 18 months. I did ketogenic diet full on for about nine months, whole food ketogenic made from scratch. None of this just like eating bacon and butter nonsense, like prop, like, you know, did it properly. <laughs> uh, and I, there was some little bits of progress here and there, but not lots to be honest. And it was a lot of energy <laughs> to do those things, you know, to, it's just a bit of a faff. <laughs> And to not see the results and it was frustrating and annoying. And so what I needed to do is for me, I needed to figure out what was actually going on. So I paid to work with a holistic nutritionist, which is what I now am. And I paid for a bunch of lab tests. And then I finally understood, oh my gosh, this is what's going on. There was a parasite. There was yeast overgrowth. There was bacterial overgrowth. I didn't test for SIBO, small intestinal bacterial growth specifically, but there was probably some SIBO going on based on my symptoms. There was histamine issues, um, based on my diarrhea and ugh, various things. Um, there was nutrient depletions. I had a gut mutation um, on one of my SNPs called MTHFR, which is quite a popular one. So that really affected my DNA synthesis, my detox pathways. Um, I was also eating. I wasn't eating in the right way. I wasn't eating food that worked for me. I needed to eat more carbs and more protein. My insulin management was really off, even though I thought I was eating healthy. It wasn't working for me. So there was that insulin mismanagement my sleep quality was poor due to past trauma and poor REM sleep especially I really struggled with that REM sleep um, and there was some heavy metal toxicity and just general toxicity in my body and a real lack of good bacteria in my gut because I had had a couple of years of being on the pill and I'd had so much exposure and so many rounds of antibiotic as a child um, and throughout my childhood which really affected how my gut microbiome developed and I didn't find this all out then, but later on, I also really tapped into my nervous system and how past trauma would have affected that as an adverse childhood event, which is also a really big root cause in um, gut issues, especially. 
So all of a sudden, I was like, oh my, so then I knew, okay, what are my problems here? Right, I have a problem with detoxing because of this genetic pathway. I have a problem with the parasite and yeast overgrowth. Right, I need to get rid of the parasite and the yeast, kind of. Just, I'm just putting this simply. That's not always what you need to do. Okay, I need to, I'm really low in certain nutrients. I need to replenish these nutrients. I need to change the way that I'm eating. And I did that. And within about three or four months, my poos were normal. My energy was better. My bloating was, be- like, I felt so much better. So that's a really kind of summarized version of what I actually did and what kind of changed really. Um, But it was, it's really difficult to shift or to address a problem when you don't know what it is. So that's why in my Beat the Bloat workshop, I take you through my Beat the Bloat methodology, which is a three-part methodology. And the first part of it is actually helping you understand your root cause. So if you're wanting more information of, okay, what, well, Kezia, I don't know how to start doing that. Make sure you do the Beat the Bloat workshop at keziahall.com forward slash beat, because I'll really dive into that more there in terms of what tests you could do with your GP, how you can track stuff at home, if you want to pay privately, what that looks like. There's various options depending on your budget. Um, And then the other two parts of the methodology I share with them in that workshop all about food. So knowing what to eat without necessarily having and creating this really disordered relationship with food and then also really working on supporting your nervous system, which plays a huge role in the functioning and the signaling of your gut. So that is, if you if you are wanting to beat the blow and you're wanting to create kind of pain-free periods, that workshop can instantly access now, listen to it several times, and it's really, really practical. But those are some of the ways of how I really shifted. I had to figure out what was going on. I needed to work out what my root causes were. I also, and that I needed support with that. I needed support with the nutritionist with the lab tests. I needed, and I've, and I've invested in lots and lots and lots of support since in terms of whether it's just the right supplements for my body, whether it's with therapy, whether it's with more lab testing. You know, I, um, the episode next week, I'm sharing with you some of my recent blood test results that I did privately. Um, just in terms of checking with that, I ran I run a stool test every couple of years to check in that my gut microbiome is really thriving, which thankfully it is now at that having tested my, uh, my gut health a couple of times, I can, there has been such a big shift in its health and diversity. I've got lots more good species. I've reduced the, um, there's not the parasite there that was problematic. There's not the bacteria there. So this, I feel better, but also there's quite real quantitative shifts if that makes sense and um and if clients want to sometimes we will retest so that they can see the change changes um and it that can be really really powerful but how did I beat the blow I actually really understood first why it was there all of these symptoms that you have the painful periods the heavy periods are a way of your body saying something to you but we've never been taught what what that language it's like your body's talking to you in this alien language and you're like, and you're just getting annoyed at it because you're like, stop doing it. And it's really, and what your body's saying is like, I actually really need help. This is what I need. This is what I need. But all you're hearing is horrible pain, horrible bloating, horrible periods. And what I do with my clients and what I did learn to do myself and what I now help my clients do so that they see results much more quickly. Because honestly, this took me a good like decade to figure out in all honesty. And now I can apply all of that to clients so that within about three months, three or four months, we they've totally shifted through things. So 
I hope this has been really helpful for you. And if you take nothing else away, I want you to know that it's possible, that you're more powerful than you realize, that there is a reason, there will be a reason to, for why you feel the way that you feel. Sometimes it takes a bit of detective work and believing that it's first possible for you. Um, and your main action would be to go and listen to the workshop. If you are wanting more pain-free periods and if you want to create a flatter belly, go to the Beat the Bloat workshop. It's really, really um, helpful and will really help you beat the bloat, create a flatter belly, create boring periods, boring poo. So I hope this episode gives you hope. I hope, <laughs> I've said hope too many times, but I hope it inspires you of what is possible, of what can happen, of what is available. And because that's my heart for you, I want you to feel good. I, want, I don't want your life to just be a list of limitations. I don't want your body, your relationship with your body to just be fraught and all about the things you can't do because of the pain, because of the fatigue, because of the whatever it is. You are limitless. You really are. And I am so glad that I started on this journey because while my life isn't perfect now and, you know, the last couple of months have actually been really hard, I do feel like this, I'm living the life I want to live, which I'm really grateful for. So grateful for. Isn't it amazing? It's amazing. So sending you so much love. I hope this is helpful. Go to keziahall.com forward slash beat, B-E-A-T to instantly access that workshop. And I will see you next week. I'm so glad that you tuned into this podcast. And if you like the show, please share it, take a screenshot, send an email, a WhatsApp, a message to a friend. I would love for this free resource to get into the ears of as many people as possible so that more and more women can become as well, as healthy, as vibrant, and as confident as they uniquely can be. And don't forget to sign up to access the Beat the Bloat workshop. This is a really highly valuable, super practical, hour-long workshop that's going to help you to create a flatter belly, more energy, and happy, boring, pain-free periods. So that's at keziahall.com forward slash beat. And I can't wait to see you next week on the show. Lots of love. Bye.